Hey, welcome back, patriots, born free, and even you knuckleheads, morons, and fools who think the world would be better served enslaved under a dictatorship. I'm hearing, or reading, I should say, a lot of uh, conservatives asking the question, why are the Republicans en masse not supporting President Trump and President Trump's agenda? They don't understand it, where there are a couple, three or four, five or six, that back the president or outside the deep state circle. The truth of the matter is, we do not have a two-party system in the United States of America any longer. We have a one-party system, which has two names. It has one agenda and gives the illusion of choice to you, so that no matter who you choose, their puppet is always put in place. If you recall when President Reagan was running against George Bush Sr., Reagan exposed George Bush Sr. as being a member of the Trilateral Commission. Now, the Trilateral Commission was the precursor to the Council on Foreign Relations. The Council on Foreign Relations, in fact, is the American branch of the Illuminati, headed up by David Rockefeller. Now, the best way that they can combat people's understanding and knowledge of those things like the Bilderberg Group, the Trilateral Commission, the Council on Foreign Relations, is to just label it as a conspiracy theory. These guys are all nuts. They don't know what they're talking about. But all of this stuff is hidden in plain sight, right in front of your eyes. But they bank on one thing. The American people are inherently lazy when it comes to researching what's going on around them. They want their 40 hours a week, their paycheck, let me pay my car payment, let me pay my mortgage or my rent, let me put food on the table and drink my beer and maybe buy a half an ounce of weed every now and then and get stoned out of my frickin' brains so that I don't have to deal with the crap that's going on around me. That's the reality, and they know it, and they bank on that. But there are those choice few who have learned over the years how to peel away the onion. They see the things that the other people refuse to see or don't want to take the time to see. Now, if you remember back when Ronald Reagan ran for president, ran against George Bush Sr., during that time, and you can research this, you can go back and you can actually see the video, Ronald Reagan exposes George Bush as being a member of the Trilateral Commission. That didn't exist. It was a conspiracy theory that didn't exist. But Reagan exposes George Bush as being a member of the Trilateral Commission, a globalist society bent on enslaving the people in a one-world government. Now... As Bush is running against Reagan, Bush later on denounces his involvement or membership in the Trilateral Commission, a group that does not exist, that is just a conspiracy theory. But I denounce my membership in the conspiracy theory Trilateral Commission. 
Does it make sense to you? The weirdest part of that whole thing is, after George Bush Sr. denounces his membership in the Trilateral Commission that does not exist because it's a conspiracy theory, Ronald Reagan chooses him as his running mate, and George Bush becomes the vice president of the United States, later on to become the president of the United States. Now, under the Bush administration, what was brought forth was the blueprint plan for the North American Union. We already had the European Union in place, which was the first cog in the wheel, was to create the European Union, organizing all the European countries under one economy and one currency. The next step was to create the North American Union. The blueprint was set forth under the Bush administration, and that encased Mexico, the United States, and Canada in a borderless, one-currency economic market called the North American Union. You can Google it. You can research it yourself. The money was already set up to be printed called the Amero. The plan was set in place and they started moving towards it. It was a partnership in prosperity between the United States, Canada, and Mexico. This is why they are vehemently opposing in any way possible the closing of the southern border. That border is going to disappear if they have their way. It is going to be a free flow of people into this country between Mexico, the United States, and Canada. That is the plan. That's why they're not backing him. That's why they're all voting against Trump's order, which is completely legal within his right, and every president before him had this right. This is why they want Donald Trump removed from office. Donald Trump was not one of the blessed choices that the Council on Foreign Relations. This is how it works. At the top of the tip there is the Council on Foreign Relations, and two lines come down from there. The Republicans on one side, the Democrats on the other side. And every candidate you see at the bottom of that tier... In that line, those people chosen running for the nomination of the Republican Party, the Democrat Party. All those people were blessed and chosen from the inner circle of the deep state, the Council on Foreign Relations, so that no matter who you choose, their boy is in that office. And that's what you don't understand. This is why... They are fighting to keep the United Kingdom from leaving the European Union because everything that they've established is going to start to crumble if England is allowed to leave the European Union. It's going to set them back 20, 30 years. The election of Donald Trump set their agenda back 10, 15, if he gets reelected, 15, 20 years, it set their agenda back. 
when if Hillary had won, we would have fast-forwarded to that North American Union. The next step after the establishment of the North American Union was to say, we have two economies with two different currencies. It would make more sense if we blend the two economies together and have one economy with one currency under a global blanket, a global governance. That was the new world order they were talking about for generations from the Bushes on. That's the new world order. And that's what your election of Donald Trump threw a wrench into. Because the people, because Barack Obama was so blatant, he went so fast forward, he shook the foundations of the people. And they started waking up. What the hell's going on here? And they saw a great light shined upon the corruption and the evil intent. That's why from the moment Trump was elected, before he even stood into that office, before he took a step through the doorway, they were talking about impeachment. They even had a plan in place to try to destroy this man because they saw the writing on the wall where this was going. The demand of the people overshadowed even their corruption. The man was chosen by the people. They're not mad at Donald Trump. They were all his best buddy. They loved his money. They loved his party at his house. They didn't care. It didn't matter if it was a Republican or a Democrat. They were all Trump's friend. All of them. Reverend Shopton, Jackson, all of these guys. Black, white, you name it, they all love Donald Trump. Liberal, conservative, they all love Donald Trump until Donald Trump was catapulted into that office because it put a bink in the works. They're not pissed at Donald Trump so much. They're pissed at you and me for putting him there because how dare we go against their will And now they are so blatant. They don't even hide the fact anymore. They're socialists. And they plan on putting us under a socialist regime. Infanticide. It's on the table now. Euthanasia. It's on the table now. They're talking about the fact that if you're 70 to 80 years old, you've outlived your usefulness. You have nothing to give back. You're a burden on the system now, health-wise. You do not contribute back to the economy and taxes. There's no need for you now. You're a parasite in their mind. There's nothing they can get back from you. So they're going to either give you comfort care until you die, or they're going to give you the cocktail to put you to sleep. It's going to be one of those two things. That's why they're talking about Medicare for all. Medicare for all is Medicare for none because the government is going to choose whether you get care or not. If you have a terminal disease like cancer and you're 40 years old, why are they going to invest the time in you? Afterwards, you're going to be pretty much useless to them. You're going to be disabled. You're going to be drawing on the system. If you're maybe 20, 
23, 25, it's worth the investment to try to save you because now you're going to go back to work and you're going to be paying back into the system again. It's all a cost plus analysis of whether there's a return on the investment into your life. You no longer have a choice. You do not any longer have control over your life. You live or die at their hands. This is the thing that you knuckleheads out there do not understand. You have literally given your freedom, your birthright, you have given it away to an evil group of people who couldn't give two craps whether you live or die. You're never going to see these socialists living under the same rules that they're putting you under. Bernie Sanders will continue to have his three mansions. He will continue to ride in his $135,000 vehicle. He will continue to jet around the world. Okay. They will eat like kings and queens. They believe they are royalty. Socialism is for the people. It is not for those who rule over the people. And the sooner you get that through your thick heads the sooner you will understand why your freedom is the most precious gift that God has given you. If you don't believe it, you're going to lose your life. You're going to lose your freedom. These fools are talking about just trying to pass legislation to nullify the Electoral College. I'm sorry, you cannot nullify the Electoral College by passing legislation. You have to amend the Constitution of the United States. You can pass all the legislation you want. It's illegal. It's unconstitutional. You have to pass a constitutional amendment. Look it up, what it takes to pass a constitutional amendment. And it'll never happen, and they know it'll never happen. So now they're trying to get states to... Sign a pact saying we're going to ignore the Electoral College and we're going to give the votes to the person with the majority of the popular vote. Doesn't matter about your electoral delegates or anything anymore. That's illegal. It's unconstitutional. And it's wrong. And I guarantee you that if a conservative candidate like Donald Trump won the popular vote under that scenario, they would all be screaming for the return of the Electoral College. These people are evil. There is an evil spirit permeating across this country, and it is blinding you, and is making you believe that your life is going to be better, you're going to eat better, you're going to have everything you could possibly want, and the government is going to provide it for you. Don't be a knucklehead. Get off your ass and learn to work for what you want. If you will not work, you will not eat. Period. No man or woman with any damn sense in their head is going to go to work for 40, 50, 60 hours a week to get paid the same amount that 
another person gets paid for sitting on their duff doing nothing. There's no longer any incentive to work hard. So when there's no incentive for reward for your effort, there's no production. Okay, Bernie Sanders says bread lines are great. You will never see Bernie Sanders in a bread line. Kim Jong-un is never missing a meal. But the people are starving to death. It's time that you wake up. These fools think they're going to walk in and take over and put us under some kind of a dictatorship. It's not going to happen. The Secretary General of the United Nations called for global governance by the year 2030. Not very far down the road. They know that some of us know what the intention is. They know we know. And the strategy is to make those of us who know, who research what's going on, label us as fools. Conspiracy theorists, right? That's that's the strategy. NAFTA was part of the whole deal. Uh, the Partnership in Prosperity, September 2001, President Bush's first state visit. Bush and President Fox launched the Partnership in Prosperity. It's all part of the North American Union plan. That stuff is all out there for you to research and find for yourself. The Permanent Tribunal, the CFR plan, clearly calls for the establishment of a Permanent Tribunal for North American Dispute Resolution. As part of the new regional North American Union governmental structure that is proposed to go into place in 2010. Now, obviously, it didn't happen yet. But that was the goal. And now they're pushing harder and harder towards that goal. If you really examine the past 30, 50 years in our government, it doesn't matter who was in office, Republican or Democrat. It didn't matter who controlled the House or the Senate, the Republicans or Democrats. When the Republicans were in office, the rush towards socialism slowed down exponentially to a crawl. But nothing ever changed. And nothing ever changed to the point where it benefited the people. But when the Democrats were in control, they pushed faster. That clock ticked up and we moved faster towards a socialist regime. And then the Republicans got back in and we would slow back down again. And that has been the thing. Two steps forward, one step back. Three steps forward, one step back. Four steps forward, one step back. And you're like a bunch of chickens up in a tree. And the fox is running around and around and around and around and around and around. And the chickens are watching the foxes run around and run around and run around and run around till they all get dizzy and they fall out of the tree. And the foxes eat them. You're about to be eaten. Wake up the hell up.